All right, welcome to Edgard Secrets of the Forgotten Tower. This is probably not the episode any of you wanted to hear, but uh, I promise there will be more new episodes of Edgard coming very soon. I think I figured out all the issues around uh, getting out of Twitter and uh, and new ways to, to vote on what Edgard will do next. But this week I wanted to have another conversation with my friend Roderick Magsino, who somehow has released a brand new RPG how many months has it been since since your last one? Uh, last one officially released in December. <laughs> it is now February, the beginning of February. Unbelievable. Uh, this one is called, is it Tricycle or Tricycle? It's actually just Tricycle. It's, I spelt it phonetically for how you say it with a more uh, Filipino accent. Oh, fun. Okay. So it's more like Tricycle. Gotcha. You know? So what is uh, Tricycle about? So, Tricycle Ride or Die is a system agnostic fantasy motorcycle adventure deep in the jungle. Players ferry a Bybylon uh, fugitive through a violent colonial occupation and battle nightmarish monsters with ancient magic, all to a hip-hop and punk music playlist. Uh, where can people find that playlist? Uh, I've made a, an official Spotify playlist, which is available either on my website, elwoodgames.com, or if you check out the crowdfunder page, which is the game is currently crowdfunding on, um, there's a link there as well with over five hours of uh, curated music for the game. Fantastic. So where where is this, uh, where did Tricycle come from? And how long have you been working on it, I suppose? I started officially working on Tricycle pretty much when my last RPG, Remember Frankie, launched in November. <laughs> So once I hit like the launch button, I was like, all right, time to start working on this uh, <laughs> on this next one while this is funding. And so I was simultaneously doing the crowdfunding campaign and designing this from scratch. I had this idea a while ago, but it was like very much a skeleton of an idea. Uh, when I design games, I, I don't really go with the mechanics first. I go by emotion first because mm-hmm. um, since... Working in, in film in the, like, the last 15 years, that's just how my mind works from that perspective. It's like I'm going to always look at the mood or the emotion and then kind of figure out how to deconstruct it mechanically and how, figure out how to achieve that emotion. So mm-hmm. with this game, it was very much inspired by uh, uh, the movie or in the, in the manga uh, Akira. Mm-hmm. So the idea <laughs> of motorcycle gangs riding around in the city uh, fighting just sounded just that I was very visceral and fun. You don't see it really in, in tabletop games. Uh, and several years ago, I tried to make it a board game. Didn't work out. Tried to make it into a miniatures game. was too expensive. And so like yeah. Frankie, it just sat around for a long time uh, until, of course, zine culture started to explode and has been my answer for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Make it a zine. <laughs> yeah. it's You could do anything with a zine. It's, it's, it's amazing. You mentioned zine culture. What is going on in February right now? Do you want to talk about uh, this fun little holiday? Yeah. (laughs) So it's basically an online independent publisher festival uh, called Zine Month. And there's another one that is running consecutively with it called Zine Quest. The difference Mm -hmm. is that the movement originally started with Kickstarter several years ago with Zine Quest where they spent the month of February focusing on independent publishers and small printing artists who create tabletop RPG zines. 
And mm-hmm. anyone who makes a zine can be a part of the program and they get spotlit uh, on Kickstarters to help everyone fund and, and, and bring more awareness to the culture. Like a little extra promotion. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, that ran for a couple years until I think last year there's a bit of a hubbub where <laughs> it's in February, but in the month of January, Kickstarter decided, uh, made an announcement, by the way, everyone, we're moving Zine Month to August to co-align with Gen Con. And a lot of people from the Zine community were pissed because a lot of publishers whose business uh, kind of made their uh, business plan form around that schedule. So they spend the year making zines and publicizing. And, you know, you got to reach out to reviewers like months before your launch. So people were already ready to go for February and just have it, the rug pulled underneath them and say, by the way, we're not having it February threw people's schedule completely off and some people's businesses were like kind of in jeopardy. So that in combination with Kickstarter announcing that they were going to start using um, blockchain uh, Mm -hmm. in their, in their format, (laughs) whatever that means. (laughs) So the combination of the, both of those kind of rubbed the zine community the wrong way. And so that when, after they meet the announcements of both of those announcements, a bunch of people, a bunch of the more bigger uh, contributors in the community put their heads together and they said, well, we got to do something to save all these other businesses. Let's make our own festival and we'll just call it Zine Month. We'll have it the same month so no one's schedule is thrown off. And right. they started a Discord channel. They started a website. They started working. A lot of people who are involved with Zine Month are like legitimate uh, retail store owners, publishers, fulfillment people, people who work actually in the industry but in a small scale and they all sort of banded together to create this whole new movement and uh yeah they did the first zine month which they planned less than a month before they launched and (laughs) was a huge success it was all over the press uh lots of great titles came out that year and then so this is now the second year of zine month and after everything that happened with kickstarter last year uh, they decided, you know what? We're going to move ZineQuest back to February. And so that's why <laughs> uh, that's why there's now this double Zine Month event going on in the month of February, kind of. I don't, man, that's not a bad thing, it's right? Not, no, it's not. It's uh, It actually helps out because we just cross, everyone just cross promotes each other. You know yeah, I mean? rising tide. Yeah. And what's been really nice about the Zine Month folks is that everyone is super helpful with each other. It doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are, how much you know, how little you know. When you join the Discord, when you join all of that, they everyone cross-promotes each other. Zine Month isn't actually run by a company. It's just right. a, a loose affiliation of people with a passion for making independent content. Um, so it's very... It's very anti-capitalist, which is kind of... <laughs> which is nice. Especially after working in board games for a while. It's just... The, the the pay barrier to do that was so so exhausting that yeah. doing zines where everyone's just like yeah I'll just help you out yeah we'll do it for free yeah well and people offering community copies to to people who can't afford their zine and things like yeah. that it's just really really nice and it's just nice to be a part of and kind of change the way that I run my business but yeah that's that's in a long nutshell uh, that's 
That's in a very long, skinny nutshell. That's zine month. <laughs> That's zine month. <laughs> it's a bean. Let's be real. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, your last, remember Frankie, your last RPG was uh, launched uh, or funded through Kickstarter. And this time around, you're using Crowdfunder. Why, why the change? It's for a wide effort to help democratize crowdfunding. Sure. So Kickstarter, as we all know, everybody knows Kickstarter. It has a lot of following. A lot of people recognize the brand and the name. Um, and that could be really good. However, it's mostly good for projects that have a lot of capital to make big campaigns for big projects. Mm -hmm. They end up getting a lot of the spotlight and a lot of the smaller creators don't get any um, right. viewers or, or yeah audiences. And so part of one of the initiatives from Zine Month specifically is to, hey, Zine Month isn't attached to any one crowdfunding source. It is just a central page where you can find all of the projects associated with it, but you can fund anywhere you want. You can fund on Itch, GameFound, Crowdfunder, Indiegogo, whatever works for you. In fact, Zine Month, a lot of the people host workshops throughout the month of January and February for new creators to teach them like how to make a zine, how to do fulfillment, yeah. how to create a campaign. And one of the things they talk about is they just talk about crowd crowdfunding sites and they go through a bunch of them and they say, hey, you know, there's no point in being brand loyal. Find that each crowdfunder site is different, has different attributes. They can all work for you in different ways. So, you know, not, not everyone's <laughs> going to be benefiting from crowdfunder the same way I am. Some people might be doing better on right. itch. Some people might be, be doing better on Kickstarter even. So crowdfunder just ended up being really nice for me because they made their own special initiative to coincide with zine month called tabletop nonstop and which they were anyone who's a part of their program for the month of February and zine month will get additional promotion specifically by their website which is paid advertising, social media pushes. They're hosting interviews, like podcast-style interviews with a lot of the creators that uh, stream live on Twitch, which I have one scheduled at the end of February. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. And so, oh, nice. yeah, they're just doing a lot of coverage on, on people. And what's even neater is that the what the, the owner of Crowdfunder uh, is, a, is one of the contributors on the Z month discord chat so there's a whole channel where in fulfillment where people are like hey i try to make this button and it's not working and in a couple minutes he'll respond oh yeah we'll fix that for you and you just <laughs> like awesome. the best customer service is like he's just there to help all the creators uh yeah so that's it's fantastic <laughs> oh cool well let's talk more about the the game it's really fun i've gotten to play it once so far and we're playing again Next week? Next week. Oh, Sunday. We're playing Sunday, right? Woo -woo. Yeah. All right. We should be able to, to finish the campaign. It's it's pretty short. Um, you are driving a tricycle, motor motorized tricycle. What is this machine called? It's a tricycle taxi. Yeah. Um, up a mountain. And the goal is just to get up the mountain, I believe. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The goal is to, you have an unexpected passenger who kind of forces her way onto your, your cab and tells you to drive. And not far behind her is uh, essentially the state. She's a fugitive. They're after her and seeing her with you, you are immediately associated with her. And now you're 
uh, being pursued by the state. So the game throws the players into this immediate chase uh, up a mountain where she's like, you need to, you need to ferry this, uh, this mysterious passenger to a secret religious site mm-hmm. uh, deep in the jungle in the middle of the night, full of monsters with the entire army after you. Um, yeah. The, so this <laughs> this army, uh, the Imperio, is yeah. a colonial oppressing force. Um, and I found it really interesting because you've been running this game for three white dudes who probably look more like what the Imperio would look like in our heads than, uh, <laughs> than the protagonist. And it's been really interesting sort of playing the colonized. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the... Uh, this dynamic of, I mean, have you run it for other people of color or mostly white folks that are like, I don't know, we have to teach you how to, uh, <laughs> I, I remember I got um, Lapu Lapu's sword and it's like, oh yeah, the sword that killed Magellan <laughs> as part of my character. I think that's absolutely fascinating. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I've run it with a bunch of different people, people of different ethnicities, people of different cultural backgrounds. Uh and the consensus is the same. And I think the reason why is because the I was very careful in trying to create an adventure that was heavily inspired by Filipino culture and history without beating you on the head right. with the history. So I tried to make a game first and then apply the cultural aspects as all the flavor rather than the explanation. Uh, it's the same way... I like to make in the the same way I appreciate movies where it's mm-hmm. like show don't tell. So like yeah. the way I appreciate a movie is like the, I see something and I watch it and it, they, they, they cover these concepts and things that I may not necessarily be familiar with, with all of the, the history, but they present it in a way that's still intriguing to me. That's exciting or interesting. And if they give me the option afterwards, like, you know what? I wonder what that is. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. And so, like, don't dumb it down for your audience. Just give them something interesting that grabs their attention. Don't beat them over the head with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the same way that I'm doing Tricycle. Well, it's like, it's saturated in the history. Like, I have, uh, like, everything in there has association with something. But it's presented as just any RPG adventure, assuming A that you high speed motorcycle. Yeah, chase. As, assuming yeah. you already know what it is, right? And giving mm-hmm. you just enough information, and a lot of it is the information just throughout the rules text. So, for example, uh, Lapu Lapu's Kampilan, that the item that your character got, the only thing the description says is that it's a magical sword. Uh, who, the the wielder of this magical sword sees uh, an invisible float, like an inf- a floating head that only they can interact right. with. That's the only yeah. description. I told you afterwards when you asked where that <laughs> word came from. But like that's that's how the whole thing is, is created so that when you when you get like what what is this and just just create a reaction and make it make the game interesting. Yeah. It really represents the best of what I think uh role playing games have to offer uh like this is being able to put yourself in in really another character's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um it really really fantastic job. Well, we can wrap up here pretty soon. What's uh what's next? You have what two more months before your next RPG is that right? <laughs> no. Are you are you going to take a break this time? I'm going to take a goddamn break. Yeah. No. The reason I rushed it was because so I did Frankie in November. Yeah. And then around the time I was launching Frankie, I was really finding out about Zine Month, and I was like, I really right. should be. I really should be a part of this. And so 
I better cook up something real quick. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why that's why uh, Tricycle is a, a dual pamphlet yeah. uh, adventure. Like it's 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 the simplest thing I can come up with that I can still pack a lot of flavor and, and impact for you know without sacrificing the material. Right. Um, but yeah. So once this is done, uh, I'm gonna spend the time because now I'll have three games under my belt that I'm I'm gonna have to get out to the world. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna spend up until Gen Con. This is where I'm gonna uh, where I'm gonna unload. Which I got a booth at Gen Con, by the way. For oh, you do. It's gonna be there. Yeah. Well, I think we should probably uh, finally do this road trip. I don't think Corey's ever been, and we need to we need to get him down there. It's it's pretty overwhelming. It's uh... it really is. I've been a couple <laughs> times. It's, it's it's a little much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna be focusing on these three games up until Gen Con, and the next game, depending how well. This project goes, it's going to go in two directions. I'm, t- I'm either going to make a full campaign adventure book in the, the tricycle world where uh-huh. you're taking a road trip on your tricycle taxi, but through the archipelago, through multiple islands. Each island yeah. has different villages with different themes and different tones that you explore. And it's very reminiscent of the movie like uh, Motorcycle Diaries. Mm-hmm. Where they just travel around South America and meet all these people, and the, it forms their character. They figure out who they are. So that's yeah. kind of the same idea. You just travel around the archipelago, and then you you figure out who your character is. Or if you you know who your character is, it's a matter of like fighting for what they believe in. And right, what, at what lengths are you willing to go to preserve uh, identity in 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 a world that's trying to erase it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's one option. The other option is the the, the game I told you about, where you play. Uh, documentarians in a post-apocalyptic world. Yes. So yep. that yep. one's both really fun <laughs> projects that will take a while to do. So that those probably won't release until the next Z months, which will be like another year or so. Uh, oh, perfect. Perfect. Well, uh, where can people find Tricycle? You can find Tricycle crowdfunding right now on Crowdfunder. The URL is crowdfundr.com slash tricycle t-r-a-y-s-i-k-e-l mm-hmm. and if that's too long for you i have a central website hub with all of my projects alewoodgames.com a-l-e-w-o-o-d-g-a-m-e-s.com and that's you can also find remember frankie and uh of course alewood there as well and uh check out zine month just zinemonth.com um it's a big repository of all the independent games that are uh being released this month. Well, Roderick, thank you so much. I'm excited to uh, continue our motorcycle madness on on Sunday. It should be fun. We'll see if you live it or sh- die. It be. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See ya. See ya. Uh, Crowdfunder without the last without the e. So C R O W D R. Wait, that's not how you spell it. (laughs) F-U-N-D-R. You know, I'll link to all these in the show notes. Uh, (laughs) C-R-O-W-F-U-N-D-R dot com (laughs) slash tricycle, T-R-A-Y-S-I-K-L-E-L. It's a long URL with weird spellings. It doesn't work. You want want to take this clean? Okay.